0: back to our Web3 Native podcast. I'm your host, Shikai, and today, we're so glad to be joined by Somei from So Somei, nice to see you.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, so as I think many of you may already know, partly also from the announcements from Incidep and partly from our own Asia DeFi network, uh, very happy to be supporting Instadap as part of the pioneer cohort at Asia DeFi network. And part of the major milestones is of course the recent governance launch along with the INST tokenomics that have launched, so we're going to be diving deep into many of these aspects. And along the way, we'll also talk a little bit about uh, the work that we've been doing around community building in Asia as part of the Asia Defi Network. Sounds good?
1: Awesome. All right.
0: Let's get started. So For the benefit of viewers, because I'm sure a lot of uh, people are already familiar with Instadap, but for those who are not yet, shall we do a quick intro uh, on what is Instadap and you know the founders, the team behind it.
1: Yes. So, so we we are trying to build a, a middleware DeFi smart layer, uh, which aggregates protocols, users, and uh, uh, I mean the front end developers on a single platform. So we, we are seeing a problem with with the with with the with more adoption coming to DeFi space. We are seeing a problem that uh, the space is getting more fragmented. Now we have multiple protocols doing same stuff we have multiple chains uh, mainnet layer 2 then side chains and all these things so uh, our vision is to like build that standardized platform uh, which can abstract all the complexities from all these different fragmented layers and uh, provide a very good uh, interfaces to uh, protocol developers to plug into the system and to front end developers and uh, once the, the, those things are sorted out uh, users uh, eventually benefits uh, automatically mm
0: mm-hmm. Awesome. So it's blossomed into this vision. Was it always uh, this kind of uh, vision and journey when we started uh, Incident? You no, know, was it always kind of like thinking about building a smart layer or what was the journey like?
1: Yeah, it, it happens over time. Uh, I mean, uh, when we started, it was more like we want to solve this small problem. People are having problem with taking a MakerDA loan. They have to make 12 different transactions. Why not just group them? I mean, such kind of things uh, is what uh, get us started. Then we see a problem that their interest rates are different on Maker and Compound and, uh, you know, the DAI interest rates are different. Why not build a refinancing bridge? So these are small, small things that that uh, kept us going. And uh, now we are at a, at a point where we think, like, uh, this, this needs to be skill. I mean, uh, there are so many, um, uh, I mean, I mean, DeFi space is still immature. I mean, things are not, things doesn't get, uh, what I say, um, uh, reach to a equi- 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 equilibrium uh, very quickly so uh, we need some layer which can help uh, efficient flow of capital and things and that's how we like uh, came come up with this whole DeFi smart layer concept which which we also term as an instant protocol on our decent launch
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah so I think we see kind of a recurring theme especially for aggregation layer right mm-hmm. to basically start off being very focused on solving immediate problems and mm. they don't have to be huge problems just kind of but you know even if there's small problems and it as we kind of like collect more of it then it becomes like a collection of tools yes. and it becomes like a and then we can go into a become a layer itself right as instead protocol and dsl has become exactly yeah so is this kind of how you imagine the whole aggregation layer to be evolving right or how do you see the Middleware or aggregation layer of DeFi evolving, you know, is is everyone going to be like internet or maybe the DSL the, is going to be the kind of like hub for all DeFi applications? Yeah,
1: I mean, uh, 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 to, at the end, you, users are going to use aggregation uh, platform because uh, even even if if I ask you, you are using some aggregator for booking, booking your flights or booking your. Uh, hotels or anything i mean you're using a ag- aggregation service than directly booking from the airline sites right so uh it, it's it's quite true like aggregation is i mean aggregate aggregation layer are going to be used by end users um, uh, but the issue that we are seeing with our accessing aggregation is more like uh, they, they are aggregating things on an interface level so yeah. now there are so many friction you have interface aggregation user have to teach themselves with uh, what protocols to use, what network to switch, and you know, all all these things are still still there. And uh, a lot of things are not even possible when you aggregate on a front-end level. I mean, just an interface level, because um, you can't refinance your loan. I mean, because protocol doesn't fundamentally support this, so you can't support it on the front-end. So, uh, that's where we took a step forward on InstaDev and build our own smart contract aggregation layer. So it's not just an interface level aggregation. We are aggregating things on a single. Every user have their own single smart accounts on on instead and that uh, that smart contract is the point of contact for all the DeFi interaction for all the cross protocol transactions, and uh, and all the locked value that is coming to instead So uh, so far we've seen uh, that uh, many users are finding the finding the utilities that we provide uh uh, quite good. That also shows. Uh, Should I mean uh, that also reflects in our TVL, uh, and I think this uh, it, it's did so sort of bad. This is going to be the way that things are going to pan out in future. So let's see how it, how it turns out. The macros still we can't predict.
0: Mm-hmm. Certainly, hmm. and I think this has been reflected as well in the TVL, right? I think as uh, at this time of recording, I just checked that We are around 5.8 billion in TVL, which is insane for a middleware right this is kind of like comparable to almost like a primitive so it seems that uh, the aggregation layer as one of the core pieces of infrastructure is playing out and like you said there's really the value add that we're adding that's not just kind of being the interface to uh, work with interact with these DeFi protocols it's the value add of for example refinancing right I, I see some of the most popular strategies that I've also tried out like maximum up the leverage or deleveraging or like swapping the collateral or even stopping the mm. debt and it's actually so easy and with even lower slippage compared to doing it natively for example uh, on Aave right so I think because of this the almost like the, the flash loans volume on this is surprisingly one of the most uh, active yes. in all of DeFi right
1: yeah it's, it's uh, a, a lot of volumes going uh, are going to InstaDev and it's all free so uh, yeah that's one of the good parts
0: Yes. Well, uh, I think all three is, uh, is this kind of a temporary thing? (laughs) Because I think as now we're scaling up, right, and we're preparing a protocol at some point, you know, we may be thinking of some sort of uh, revenue, I think, especially with the token and the community being formed around it. Is that kind of uh, the horizon? Uh, Are we thinking of a a a longer term model? How do we see this uh, playing out?
1: Okay. So uh, 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 for us. Our, our focus is not around generating revenue I mean that needs to be done eventually uh, uh, but our focus is not around that our fo- uh, so this is our this is what this is the metrics that we actually follow instead of how much money or how much economic value does the users are gaining by using instead protocol so that's what mm. we are focusing on and and uh, I think this revenue part or fees part should come uh, eventually through the community via discussions coming on the forum, so uh, as a team, we don't want to be the decide. We don't want to decide like what should be charged, how much needs to be charged. All we need to do is like build build a good service or build a good platform where a lot of financial value is flowing. And uh, even even if a governance token have have governance rights for a platform which have like billions in dollars, it's automatically valued already. Even if there is no uh, a revenue at current point, uh, so if you see traditional startups, Amazon was like in loss for 20 years so, uh, I, I, I truly believe eventually the goal is to like build an economic value for token holders, for users and for everyone uh, but as of now it's not on our focus and uh, even eventually we want community to come forward and come up with ideas how we can uh, implement the fees, so, uh, yeah, long way to go
0: so hmm mm-hmm. I think this is a recurring theme that we hear from mm-hmm. everyone, like, where, where like even with even say millions of users or with like billions in TPL, yeah. the focus is still very much on community and delivering value to people who are users uh, or, or participants in the ecosystem and protocol. And all, all the business model part can be figured out later, and, and I'm sure it's going to be something crypto native. Uh, but let's, let's actually talk about that. So I think building the community. Big milestone that uh, was recent was the governance launch and the IMST token launch. So congratulations Thank on you. that. Would you like to just walk us through uh, the approach or like the rationale of how we came up with this whole distribution and governance mechanism?
1: Yeah. So, um, so, so, in and of DSA version one. I mean, we had this uh, smart contract versioning uh, under uh, underlying accounts that user each users have on Instadep. On version one, it was the it was a very minimalistic model where we have some logics that we deploy and users are managing their points uh, and the logics that we determine. But but the but the problem we face there is we need to ask for for each and every. I mean, first we can't upgrade the accounts. So without upgradability and with DeFi space evolving in a more, more most dynamic way, uh, we can't build a frictionless service that we want to, in, for even for the users, it's not that frictionless, they have to provide allowance and they need to do multi-step things. Uh, so what we solve, the primary thing that we solve with governance is uh, introducing the upgradability in the accounts. So now uh, with the base logics, we can add infinite possibility, infinite functionalities to these accounts. For example, Flash Loan modules, Authority modules, Manager modules, Guardian modules, and and just i mean uh, i'm just i'm just thinking once it it become a bit mature and distinct came out to the community how people will come up and come up with their own suggestions on how how the functionality can be added so it's um, now we have like infinite possibilities to add like uh functionalities to the system so this was the major uh change which we can't give to multi-sig or a team wallet because uh it would be a very high central point of failure uh, second uh benefit that we saw uh, it's the regulatory strain point. As the locked value is increasing, it's good. We have some on-chain distributed governance, which is managing the whole system. So uh, this was the two things that uh, led us to like, uh, come up with our own governance system.
0: Mm-hmm. Super awesome and, and super exciting as well. I think. One of the things that we were discussing about limitations of aggregation layer is that it still comes back to the core team to decide, you know, like which protocols to integrate uh, and also what mm. are the strategies that you can execute on top of it, right? So it sounds like basically with the governance or decentralization, mm. we're crowdsourcing yeah. a lot more ideas and development resource to be building those integrations. What are some kind of early ideas or like early initiatives that have already been started in this direction? Uh,
1: on the account implementation side, or
0: yeah, both. Well, you know, account implementation, new strategies based on these modules. Yeah, so
1: yeah. Uh, we 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 will uh, our team will suggest a new implementation which uh, includes defi, uh which we are terming as automated defi limit orders. So so now most of the many users have like a, dai and usdc positions where they have dai uh, usdc collateral and dai borrowings just to like farm um uh, uh comp or away or you know all these tokens which which are available in DeFi for yield farming so with this DeFi limit orders you can use these positions to create an amm so till now how mm was working is like um uh, you have tokens now you submit to a pool but now you can convert your landing pools into an amm so once you create an order your your dive will be con- consistently i mean swap to usdc which i mean your collateral drive will be con- consistently swap to collateral usdc collateral you uh, uh die depth into usdc debt you know so uh such kind of system can help you earn fees by being an amm of your of your uh, lending pools and also earning yield farming interest and all these things in the uh lending protocol so this is one of the implementation we are internally tossing up and i think this week or next uh we currently we are going to put it on the forum for the community to like discuss it more and then it can go on a, go, a governance platform so yeah upcoming is this and then we have lots of ideas around flash loan where each wallet will turn into a flash loan provider uh just think it like a um in, in in normal terms each metamask account get just imagine how it will look like if each each metamask account turn into a flash loan provider so instead of accounts can turn into a, that kind of things with, with this account, extend, account extension ability. So yeah, there are lots of ideas and uh, uh, yeah, uh, our forum is the best way to stay updated with that.
0: Wow, amazing. It, it almost uh, seems like as long as you have a smart account on InstaDev, that any of the assets in the smart account can then be used at the backend for like flash loans, being AMM for different collateral. Yeah, r- without you needing yeah. to kind of like consciously exactly. re- and, or like yeah and, and it's right
1: like there. it's like your smart account is getting smarter over time with more and more account implementations being added to it so uh, just your funds are lying uh, idle in this wallet you are being benefited by just that like keeping the assets here that's it so uh, I think this is a very good value right for uh, end users uh,
0: yeah awesome awesome this is a totally kind of like a new <laughs> innovation compared to just like wallets where yeah it's you, you still need to kind of like manually add it in so that's that's amazing um it makes me also wonder right like all these innovations are happening for like integration side and or on the strategy side what about in terms of like the application or the interface side? i know previously you mentioned that interface only aggregation is not good enough but at the same time it could be beneficial to open up to many different kind of wallet providers or front-ends right. to be offering DeFi uh, smart accounts, DSA, DSLs, uh, integration to instead right. right? So are we looking to that direction as well or what's the progress?
1: Uh, yeah, so first step is to make this underlying layer very robust and strong. So I will not say that immediate uh, focus is around front-end developers, but we will keep everything uh, build up. Like we have our own SDK, we have our own de- developer channels and and uh, all all the things that is required for front end developers to integrate this layer uh but before that what we need to make is the foundation is very strong so it comes with two things first the code base that being added to the uh, uh the upgradability that is being added to the system should go through a very good re- re- rigorous pro- i mean um very good process mm. because even a single bug and now it's it's extended to all the accounts so it's like a very big uh problem that cannot happen so we need to make sure that process is good second we need to make sure that governance is very strong because mm. uh, having a good community who is reviewing things around it and and having a distributed ownership uh, is something that will also bring trust to this layer so once these two things are strong i think front-end developers uh, I, I don't think we need to uh, actively do some stuff but it this layer is, have so much utilities that Uh, they will automatically find the whole thing, uh, uh, I mean, uh, uh, beneficial to, like, integrate, so Mm. that will happen eventually, and if that's happened, uh, uh, end users will continue to come and contribute to this layer. So yeah, let's see how it's been
0: out. Yeah. Yeah. So in, in kind of like a marketplace model, this would be equivalent cool of working on the supply side where like mm. in the Uber kind of thing, you make sure there are enough drivers, such, mm. such that users anytime you can find a ride and so on. Uh, so they will just come to the app, right? Or like people will build the front ends for it. In mm. fact, I think we already saw that Zapper has integrated uh, into the mm. DSA very quickly. Uh, and so mm. I'm, I'm also tracking my uh, accounts there. It's so easy to see everything uh, from different wallets. Awesome. So. I think you touched on uh, one of the key points that we really want to dive deeper in today, which is making sure that, uh, well, of course security is good, but importantly is the governance uh, making that resilient and that is accomplished through a well-distributed token and voting power. Mm-hmm. So shall we talk about then how the INSC token was distributed? Uh, and you know how you decided to target you know lenders and based on the net worth, the, the kind of like diminishing quadratic curve and all these uh, rationales and mechanisms that you thought of to find the right people and give them the right amount of voting power.
1: Yeah, so uh, there there are two factors that we uh, checked through. First, uh, we need to create a wide distribution chart. So if we just took Instadap, so we have like, at that time we had like, I think 25, 30,000 contract accounts and out of which uh, probably 10000 or 15000 between somewhere that had uh, interacted with any defi protocols so mm-hmm. the distribution chart was quite uh, small mm-hmm. so we thought we came up with an idea like where we can have a very wide distribution chart where i mean uh, we can distribute i mean a be- uh, overall community can benefit from this thing so uh, we included maker compound and way, all the users who are actually managing their position in current like in current uh, at some uh, block snapshot, uh, everyone was uh, uh, rewarded with tokens. And uh, if if they are an app users, their rewards were doubled. So if you are app users, you can claim twice the one which are externally coming into app So uh, to make sure that Instadap users are rewarded well rewarded, and even others are also well re, uh, rewarded for just coming to Instadap and use this platform. And um, and. Then it, lead, it led us to another problem. Like, uh, so DeFi is very dominated with real users. I mean, mm-hmm. most most of the volumes are being contributed by top 10 to 20 accounts. And if we create this distribution chart, uh, um, uh, these users are getting most of the tokens, uh, 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 and not the smaller smaller users. So this this is what uh, formed the rationale that we should create a chart in a way where more the locked uh, TV uh, network you have, well, uh, diminishing will be your INST rewards. I mean, it, it will increase, but increase in a diminishing manner. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, diminishing increments, and uh, uh, yeah, that's that's what formed uh, uh, a lot of things. I mean, there, there are a lot of r- rooms for impl- improvements, but uh, mm-hmm. it's very hard to create such rules because space is so dynamic. Now we have polygon users. Now we have mainnet users on Polygon. We can't uh, do, uh, I mean, Uniswap liquidity mining that we have on mainnet. So they, those are users are asking how we should benefit from that. And so there, there are lots of uh, different group of users that have different kind of requirements. But but we we try to go for one which where we can uh, uh, target the most uh, user base. And uh, we did uh, had a very good. Uh, I think around uh, uh, a million uh, Ethereum uh, was uh, added to the INSTADEP protocol uh, through this uh, whole distribution plan, but yeah. Yeah, and, and uh, we're actively thinking what could be the best way to get these tokens on the right hands, I mean, the right genuine uh, believers, and uh, yeah, it's an, it's a more like continuous work, so yeah, that's a good start.
0: Yeah, there's something to really keep in mind, that it's hmm. a continuous process, right? Hmm. Uh, and what I really hear from you is that the inspiration to distribute it as widely as possible and also to kind of curb the power of whales make sure that normal DeFi users actually get a good share of that. And using this timing to also onboard a lot more users and assets onto bike. it seemed to me that it hit like a few birds with one stone. Of course, there, there was still some noise around the people who you know maybe they just used it for some transactions, but didn't really use lending. Uh, and therefore the kind the net value was not as much. Hmm. So it it almost seems that there's a a primary focus on lending based protocols for Incident, right? Because even that was used to target for the the token distribution. Is that will that continue to be the focus area or you know are we gonna also try to expand to other products such as like liquidity providing and and so on or maybe this can be the next airdrop, I don't know.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, our, 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 so what we are, uh, uh, so we need to stick to our own circle of competence where we can Mm. properly uh, build use cases which are very user, I mean, uh, which adds value to the ecosystem. So uh, for us, we found lending protocol uh, much better and since the start, we are more into this lending protocols which of course make our compound our way uh, we are uh, uh, in the in near future world, well, we are also exploring liquidity and then reflexor. So uh, we can innovate on that front. But on AMM side, uh, we're finding it hard to like build some use cases, which are not already solved. So uh, that's why uh, lending was always our focus. Uh, it may change in future, uh, how things turns out, maybe uh, we are having community contribution on AMM side as well and account ext- extensions for uh, for such pools and things. So let's see how, how 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 it happens but um as of now our circle of competencies around uh landing pool but but whenever we get chance we also try to integrate other mm M- M- so uh, we are the f- um uh, i mean uh with gelato uh unicef wrapper rebuild the first ever uh, erc20 token wrappers for unicef version 3 nfts uh that unique pools right limit order so uh yeah we also try to innovate on that side but only if we can innovate but not just like adding something on interface and you know making some generic solution Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm, definitely to me it sounds like even the the kind of actively managed gelato mm-hmm. liquidity provision. Instadap, I think it's definitely the first project to do it, right? I think like out of all the projects, this is the first like token dis- distribution that's on Uniswap version 3, yeah. and also the first one that is actively managed, so kind of like already forging a couple of steps ahead. So it sounds like there there's already some innovation in this aspect. Will we continue to see more of these uh, maybe actively managed liquidity positions for other assets on, on Instadap as well? It sounds like it may be.
1: Yeah, uh, we we are exploring some ideas around stable point pools. So, uh, and that's what we think uh, Uniswap version three ERC20 wrapper can be most used for. For other tokens, uh, uh, we figured like there is a tricky part here. If your price is being derived from Uniswap pools, then it's hard to have um, uh, what I say actively uh, manage it actively because in order to manage it actively, you need some price points from some exchanges from outside Uniswap, then you can say we need to revolve around this price. But when it's happening just from Uniswap, so initially we had some problem with INST where INST was below the, uh, or I, I mean, uh, not in the price range. So mm. in order to make it into the price range, now we need some, one of the liquidity, either ETH or other INST. And uh, uh, yeah, who will add that liquidity? So. Uh, we need some price point in order to make it happen but with stable coins the system can work very well because we know we really know the price point one dollar or some deviations from there like maximum five percent so it's possible mm-hmm. to do it with stable coins but with other uh, tokens uh, it becomes a bit tricky So yeah it's a very good learning curve and we are tr- trying to uh, we are refining it in a way like we, we, where we can make a very uh, good 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 foundation for on this front.
0: So moving on to uh, the next approach, right? So we talked about uh, people getting the tokens and then providing liquidity. Of course, the other way that they can use it is to in in government forum for proposing, and we also have some sort of delegation. And we also have the first Mm -hmm. governance proposal already Mm -hmm. passed. Uh, Of course, those were like mainly Mm -hmm. I think core team in Wales. Uh, How do you see the the participation in governance evolving from here and what kind of early signs do you see of, uh, governance developing on incident.
1: Um, I think, uh, I, 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 I'm a true believer of, uh, uh, progressive decentralization. I mean, decentralizing everything from day one, it can, you're actually saying this system is perfect now, now we can, uh, we don't need much pivots. Now things can go based on proper reviewing, going through discussions and, you know, uh, so, um, uh, that that approach mm. does create trust but it limits your uh, pivoting powers so you cannot pivot that much that uh, in in a way like you usually mm. do with you have like uh, you can quickly execute on ideas right so uh, so we believe till now instead of was tokenless project and it was very minimalistic and we are able to ship things faster our second move should be somewhere where we are distributing token in a progressive manner uh, uh so not even like uh distributing so, so distributing so much that it becomes hard to like uh make changes or innovate on the systems or or not even not not even like not distributing at all like we don't have any plans around like so so it needs to be more progressive like slowly slowly you are taking steps in which um, in some timeline it will progressively distri- become distributed to different uh, stakeholders who who believe in this system so uh we do have a very good um uh, initial uh base of investors uh which involves a, a lot of uh, a lot of uh which also involves many defi native um uh i mean uh leaders so well, I, I think uh, we, we, we will be able to like to we will be able to like add more stakeholders which could eventually benefit the whole system yeah let's see how it goes
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, as you said, it's always a a journey towards decentralization. And the first step, as we can see, most of the time is to, of course, get the community just being aware and involved in some of the discussions. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, When we launched the INST token, uh, uh, Longhash Ventures here, as part of the Asia DeFi network, we set up the uh, WeChat group for InstaDAP And immediately Mm -hmm. within a day or so, 200 plus people signed up as a starting point, it's creatively exciting.
1: Awesome, that's great. Yeah, and and you should uh, yeah, and LongHash should also create a governance profile on INST.
0: Yes, for sure. <laughs> we'll definitely be looking to participate.
1: So I think just
0: on this point, right on on the kind of like community building approach, we're talking about this progressive decentralization. Sounds like the first step. What you what you mentioned is working with the investors who are kind of like defi native leaders and then kind of like through the leaders also engage the community and letting the local communities build up. Uh, how do you see this uh, approach working out? Are there kind of like some differences you know between geographies, Asia, Western uh, or, or like different kind of engagement modes that you plan to work with like with investors versus kind of like more general public or is it more like just open conversation with everyone?
1: Yeah for, for now it's more like uh, uh, like an open conversation and uh, uh we believe like things uh thing, we need to delegate a lot of things that we are internally managing as a team so uh uh maybe if someone like I'm just taking some uh outcomes here but uh things should things should move forward even without team involving in things that's that's what we, we are targeting i mean team will still be involved in making fundamental or co changes to the protocols because we are we are the uh uh, people who actually understand the whole system uh, but around uh, distributing things or you know all, all, all the known core things which are also important but not go to the protocol uh, it's good if we have um, uh, I mean evangelists who are actually uh, managing things or leading things on their own between different communities and because it's a very big world, I mean it's a very global system I mean anyone from anywhere can uh, I mean, contribute or check in, or you gonna know, provide liquidity, or can do anything. So it's kind of hard for us. I mean, we are limited by uh, people, and even uh, we're limited by our many fronts to do the distribution or that level. So it's more like creating a base or system where people can themselves find it uh, comfortable to like contribute and to lead and do stuff. So that that system is all, all we need to focus on for now. But whenever we get chance, we try to like. Uh, support that that kind of uh, uh, initiatives or wherever possible. So, yeah, uh, that's something off our mind, but yeah. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And I think it's always a journey and some of the early signs that we see, at least from other protocols, right? I think we've seen a lot of uh, the community grants being set up with some subcommittees or sub-DAOs. Uh, we see some like attempts at treasury diversification to then further distribute the token holdings with other protocols or, or other DAOs. Even I uh, will presume all of these are you know in the pipeline. Or you know what what are some of the ideas uh, like more concrete initiatives that we can expect in the coming months that will distribute more power to the community? To what? Uh, to to the community and token holders. Yeah.
1: Um, yes, so so far we we kick started this uh, distribution process with uh, our liquidity mining program. Uh, one of the key focus that we are thinking uh, I mean something we yeah, are still ideating, uh, but I think can be very beneficial for the uh, system is incentivizing people on voting or participating in the governance proposals. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you are uh, uh, so if you are a passive holder of INSD, you will lose the tokens because tokens are being distributed to people who are actively participating in the governance. So this will drive a good amount of participation from all the passive holders because if they are not, their their supply is being diluted. So uh, that's one thing that we are uh, actively thinking around how we can build this and um, build this proper structure because it's directly related to your participation and that's what we need instead of just dropping the tokens. Um, second, uh, we are actively thinking where we can have uh, this, um, uh, where we can have more and more protocol integration and have I N S T distribution to them. So, so we started with three protocols, but our goal is to build a DeFi-wide yield farming program where all the protocols listed on this platform are uh, all, and all the users are being rewarded for using all the protocols which are being added. So uh, these are the two uh, uh, focus points for us for the distribution for now. Apart from that, uh, we are also building a good list of, I mean, trying to uh, find some consensus between people who understand the system and if they want to be delegates and uh, be, you know, uh, be a uh, uh, leader for or for manage, leading you know, efforts at uh, uh, providing proposals, governance proposals and making shaping the future of the protocol. So. Uh, that's also one of the uh, areas that we are uh, actively thinking around.
0: Mm, mm. Yeah, the idea of incentivizing participation is an interesting one. Mm. And I think, surprisingly, in the current landscape, we don't see that many people kind of like rewarding with native tokens for voting, right? Mm. Uh, sometimes we see some examples of uh, if you vote, then that makes you eligible for some other things, uh, mm. such as uh, some uh, revenue share. But I think part of the reason that it is not incentivized right now is that it may have some alternative behavior such as like you incentivize people to just simply vote without <laughs> looking through what is their best proposal or maybe they will just i just need to delegate so i, w- I might as well just delegate to someone i know that's the safest maybe you know to you to you so <laughs> yeah right uh, so how do we kind of balance you know having the incentives uh, versus uh, having the real activity of like studying the proposals and uh, participating and delegating
1: yeah, I think um, it depends. Uh, so either you are delegating or either you are voting yourself. So in order to vote yourself, you need to be very active with all the proposals and things are happening. And uh, you need to be definitive to technically mm-hmm. because you, if you are voting, there is no like custodian service that allows mm-hmm. you to do that. So uh, this friction kind of help. And I, and I mean, uh, I mean, separating out the genuine people with uh, just who want to just vote. So. Uh, that's one thing, and in 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 order to delegate. So if you delegate someone, they are. Uh, that's also another way to go forward. You're delegating your tokens, and the delegates uh, will receive the voting rewards now. But uh, delegates can come up with their own system. Like I will distribute like 90% to the initial token holders, and 10% I will keep uh, fees uh, fees for myself uh, for being uh, actively participating into the system. So uh, yeah, that's the two things. But yeah, I mean. It doesn't need to start on a full-scale mode on day one. Just some prototype or or a testing uh, thing to start with, some couple of votes, and see how things go. So if it goes uh, better, then it could be expanded to more uh, uh, top-level things. Or if not, then yeah, just uh, yeah, uh, no need to Mm -hmm, continue. mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, always the agile approach and always refining based on what works, right? I think one of the newer ideas that have come up is you know this UMA KPI token where you can tie the the rewards to the distribution to whether or not we reach uh, certain goals. It could be in TVL, could be in activity, and uh, that could be tied to some governance votes as well. Who knows? Yeah, lots of experiments going on.
1: Exactly. Well,
0: I think to kind of like tie it all up, as with many of these uh, aggregation, or like you said, the whole spirit of being agile, uh, there still needs to be an overarching Kind of mission or direction to unite the community towards right some sort of like guiding principles or uh, leadership or spiritual kind of like direction so that everybody knows what to prioritize over time so now that we are starting to decentralize into a community base how would you kind of describe the community that instead is trying to curate or incentivize you know what what are a few words that you use to describe the community and the spirit of it
1: um yeah so basically um uh, so if you see what 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 technically drives the whole DeFi development mm-hmm. um we are seeing that capital is not that actively available to all the underserved areas that needs to have that capital so in our example we we would have, we could, we can't imagine that we are building a traditional banking system at the age of like 21 and 23 that we are we are right now. Yeah. So, it doesn't happen technically. So, um, with doing this DeFi, I mean, with making this DeFi uh, ecosystem more stronger and uh, robust, we are actually provide, we are actually building a platform where the whole globally everyone can uh, get equal access to the capital. Uh, build the same thing that everyone can build around the globe and provide that kind of value to the whole system uh, as as a, as a collective effort. So we, we want capital to be like water flowing freely everywhere like uh, with no restrictions which which we see in the traditional finance there are. So uh, that would be a very top level course that you want to do so and anything we do should be, uh, I mean uh, in future, or I mean, somewhere it will be aligned to this, this only. So,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. The idea of uh, a freer capital flows and more like, inclusive mm-hmm. participation uh, in finance around the globe, certainly a, a noble mm-hmm. and grand vision. Uh, any other kind of adjectives that you would use to describe the instead community or your ideal instead community? <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah, I mean uh, we we are we are covering the whole DeFi space. So uh, uh, yeah, that's that's something like uh, cap- capital capital should be affi- efficiently pro, uh in every location, in every part, and every system uh, without any restrictions. That's that's how uh, innovation is also going to drive. So yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes,
0: indeed. I think a very aligned vision. And lastly, I think to wrap it all up you know, now that with the vision of Incident, what about the overall vision of uh, DeFi itself, right? Like, you no, know, speaking of capital flows, where do you think is the next opportunity of inefficiency to address? Or what are you most excited about uh, in DeFi today?
1: Yeah, I think, uh, uh, so right now, all the user base that DeFi have are, are very native. I mean, they, they they're going through a very good learning curve. Initially, f- afterwards they find it much better. Like I found MetaMask using MetaMask much easier than traditional banks. Mm. So, uh, but but still it's a learning curve, and we can't expect everyone to uh, go through that same uh, curve. So, uh, I think uh, the the next good stuff for DeFi is going to bridge that complexity that that users are having, that the mass users are having from interacting with. Uh, with this DeFi ecosystems, and uh, we are seeing a lot of solutions coming on that front. Mm. Uh, we have like a whole layer of uh, a whole 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 new system of l side chains, and uh, independent chains, which are much faster and easier for use to end users. And then we have all these uh, different mo- authority modules, which allow uh, uh, very uh, fine grained like access to the accounts, like guardians, managers, and all these things. So uh, I think this is where uh, DeFi sh- should move in, in direction, and it, it, it's what uh, moving, and uh, it's, it's surely moving in that same direction where we can have, a, have ha- where we can abstract all the complexities that are being that are getting harder for uh, end users to interact with DeFi. So yeah, uh, mm. it will be exciting to see how it whole, whole thing unfolds in the next few years.
0: Yeah, that will really kind of uh, unlock the mainstream participation. I also heard uh, some ideas being thrown around in the kind of the opposite way, which is says, saying that mm. n- it's not to abstract away uh, the the DeFi native parts of you know managing mm. keys and signing transactions, because I mean that is in the spirit of crypto and Web three, such that like because you are in control, you are responsible to kind of like verify, see the contracts, see the interactions. And you know, do you see this uh, moving to this mainstream and extracting away, somewhat diluting the robustness or like the spirit of Web3? Yeah,
1: I I will say two things here. Uh, first, uh, even 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 the middleware, I mean, middle uh, even the even the systems which are integrating with this whole block DeFi space or blockchain are uh, uh, are the users of this. So if Coinbase is using DeFi, Coinbase is the users. So they uh, that's that's what it means like we are not abstracting that thing like you still need to go through the same process and coinbase might have many user base which are finding coinbase easier to use and trustworthy that directly interacting with DeFi because they might lost the keys and they lost the whole wealth hmm. so uh, so consider all these entities or this uh, things are more like a users of the system than like a middleman so that will that will change the perspective a bit and and second um maybe not advanced but a user which understand it a little bit i mean a, in, on a small level uh, to some extent they can have some authority uh levels where they give like uh they have withdrawal limits or they just give certain limits to certain uh um, entities or some address or you know so basically uh adding logics where you are not giving the full access of your wealth but just adding more restrictions on that that thing so uh mm-hmm uh this too could be a very good uh, way to uh, move forward but uh yeah i mean things will get more decentralized uh, dis- distributed as we go forward maybe we will have apple having the integrating whole this private public keys in- inside the ios system and, and mm-hmm. i'm not sure i mean anything can happen so once that happens uh things will move very slowly so uh yeah right now all we are doing is like uh, fixing things on what is available but once things are integrated on a hardware level software level with, every device that we have, then things will be, will move very smoothly uh, uh, without, without us doing any, building any services around it.
0: Mm, mm. Just kind of like slowly building the infrastructure and the integrations mm. and then it might happen really quickly, the yep. exponential adoption. It's a really interesting viewpoint of like uh, looking at these applications or uh, at the user- customer endpoint level as users. Mm. and having that level of flexibility for them to for end users to also decide how much authority to give away right because i think the comparison with web2 is that we never had a choice uh, but how much control to give away like it's always 100 percent giving away Uh, but with more web3 applications you can choose to interact with it directly and even if you interact with web2 applications you can uh, if they allow you to customize some of the the permissions and this kind of like Wide exactly. array of options is the freedom that uh, that we were trying to strive for in the web three. Awesome. Well, thank you so much again, Somiya, for joining us. I think we're almost at the end. Is there anything else you'd like to share to fellow builders? You know, people who want to join the internet community. What's what's the message you'd like to share?
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I only have one one thing that I normally say to everyone is to like uh, so a new a, a completely new. Um, uh, ecosystem is building around DAOs, so instead of going after, I mean, joining companies or joining some, you know, uh, different things, uh, everyone should join a DAO in some way or to some extent, based on what how much uh, energy you have to give up, and maybe it, it comes up with just discussion on proposals, or maybe it comes up with uh, adding commits to the GitHub and coming up with the proposals, or or it or maybe it comes up with being the delegate of any protocol, so. Uh, this is a very new, uh, uh, what I say, a new uh, whole ecosystem building up around where a lot of opportunities there. So everyone should consider joining a DAO, uh, mm. uh, which was not available, which was not an option before. You can't join Microsoft just by connecting to an internet. So mm. uh, yeah, that's a very good. Uh, so yeah, that's it. So just join a DAO.
0: How would you recommend for somebody new to get started to join a DAO? How should yeah. one find one and decide? Yeah.
1: Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, there, there are many, many steps to follow. First, uh, one needs to be curious about learning new things. When you, once you do that, you can find your interest, and uh, it should be somewhere around finance, or it, if it's around arts, you can join. There are so many DAOs around arts or NFTs. So, uh, so there a lot of development going on. Find your interest, and uh, a good way to start is just understand the community, how they are uh, communicating, where they are communicating, and go and provide your suggestions. Slowly understand the whole things, like how how, how things are working out, and then uh, you can come up with your own suggestions on shaping of the protocol, which involves code changes to the protocol, uh, creating proposal, uh, committing GitHub, uh, uh, committing to the uh, uh, protocol GitHub, and uh, uh, eventually you can also come up with as a, a delegatee where you are seen as a role model for this protocol. So. Yeah, it's more like a long process and slowly, slowly mm. stepping up with small, small contributions that you are doing to the protocol. It's helping protocols to shape the future. It's also helping you uh, to be a part of some good revolution uh, uh, or a good journey. So uh, yeah, everyone should join it up.
0: Any particular shout outs to particular communities or platforms?
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, we, we, are, we, are, we are loving how how whole thing in DeFi is innovating. So. Every every day we are able to see something new, and we are like amazed. How is it possible? Like we haven't seen A M M in traditional finance. This uh, mostly like order book based system. Now we have whole this A M M uh, market working much better than the order book systems. And uh, uh, then we are seeing a lot of uh, 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 landing protocols. So, uh, yeah, top three maker compound uh, and 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 way is already uh, 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 a pioneer in this world. But we are also seeing liquidity, which however very minimalist design and uh, trying to uh, do the same thing that MakerDAO tried to do but with just ETH and LUSD that's a good one to see and uh, we also like reflexor Finance uh how they build the automated stable coin which is not back to dollar and it's just evolving around 3 dollar i think so that's also a, a good project to keep track on and uh, B protocol uh, that's uh, that's also we are uh, uh, actively checking with the team and seeing how things are moving up. So uh, yeah, l- lot of product, a lot of things are uh, coming up uh, and uh, it's getting harder to catch up with all these innovations happening. So we're just keeping restricted to our so where we can do the best.
0: Awesome, like you said, stick to our circle of competence and while still letting our curiosity run free.
1: Right?
0: Yeah. I'm super excited. Yeah, I think the idea of working for DAOs or like contributing to DAOs. It's like this is the ultimate kind of freelancing dream of like yeah. our generation.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And you don't need to sign up to certain platforms and enslave yourself to their platform fees or whatever. Just come and contribute and, you know, write proposals and you might get uh, you might land some grants. You might even land like a, a full time position at one of these DAOs, right? It's so open. Yeah,
1: recently uh, Compound Compound had a streaming grant uh st- s- streaming grant from the pr- internal internal protocol itself to uh, one of the contributors who did the whole chain link integration so that was a, one of the best way like how you're uh, it's not grants but you are I mean it's kind of a grant but it's streamed over time so it's more not like a one-off thing so
0: mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. DeFi and Web3, not just about uh, decentralizing the finance itself, but also how to organize people and humans and incentivize people around, you know, governance and participation. I think this is really kind of like the spearheading of the entire movement of our generation. Exactly. All right. Well, I think on that note, let's wrap up. Would you like to just share quickly where to where people can follow yourself or find out more about Instadapt?
1: Yeah, uh, if you want to stay updated with our progress, you can follow us on Twitter, uh, which is just Instadapt, I-N-S-T-A, D-A-P-P. And uh, if you want to communicate with the community, please join our Discord uh, uh, channel. uh, You can find all the links on our website. And uh, uh, yeah, we we are also active. You can reach out to any team member and uh, have discussion and brainstorm and anything. So we are all up for it. So thank you.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much again, Soume. Yeah. And to everyone, hope you enjoyed the session. See you next time. Thank
1: you.